Hi, this is Veronica, and welcome to today's show on my podcast. Today is May 20th, and I have with me today Romero Alonzo. Alonzo, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Veronica, for having me. You're most welcome. Um, today I have a question from a member. I don't have too much uh, to go over for myself, but what I do have is a member said that he enjoyed the last few podcasts that we put out, and he was wondering if you could elaborate a little more on the vision and the direction that you would like to take Local 63. That is a very good question. Our vision is to consolidate all of the membership, not just UPS, not just freight, not just this, all of us moving together as one. We're all Teamsters, we're all brothers and sisters. And the way we do that is to hold our, our staff accountable. Meaning um, <clears throat> if an agent doesn't return or is not out visiting, we should know about that, right? We're looking to have um, cases that are heard uh, in freight through panels, UPS, or anybody that has uh, grievances done through the panels to be put out to all the members, a website where members can look up their grievances, right? During the white paper, we would have the same. So you know where your grievances are, what they're doing, instead of being secretive. Right. That would be good, especially because like right now, the direction everything's going is a website would be good because, you know, right now we just have the ordinary way to deal with these grievances, which is just put it on paper, hand it to the steward, which in turn gives it to the business agent. And then I think it would be a good move going forward to have something that's more with the times, so to speak. So that would be absolutely, and then you would know that your grievance is filed and then, you know, maybe it would be like pending or review or something else needed and you'd be able to have a really good thing. So you said that you wanted to hold business agents accountable. Um, I had a question. How do business agents get, get the job to be a business agent? Well, that's entirely up to Randy Kamak. He decides who the business agents are, who they're not, uh, who the staff he controls the local, period. He's the top guy. The buck stops with him. I see. So if we wanted to bring someone back or if we wanted to get rid of a business agent, how does that work? Well, unfortunately, Randy makes the decision of who's going to be what, where, and when. So, and that's another thing that I'm talking uh, about is changing. If the business agents aren't doing their job, then they need to be held accountable, either sent back or move on. We're not here just to give free money for people that we like. What about the business agent? I have quite a few questions, but like, how do they get the job just entirely by knowing Randy? Because I mean, do they have experience? Um, that's kind of unfair that just, it, I guess it's who you know, right? Exactly. So, but again, as I stated before, uh, nobody has experience coming into this job because we all come from the crafts. Mostly the most, uh, the most active members are appointed by Randy Kamak, the members that are steward, the members that have been involved. But right now what Randy is doing is using the dues-paying members' money to hire people who he believes will do a good job to get him the votes, right? It's amazing how we've been around, Tony, myself, and this other sl- or slate have been around since 
2003 and two, and he's never done anything to hire more agents. Now that we have a credible slate that knows what they're doing, he's now hiring everybody and anybody he can. Now they made a comment about, we're promising this, we're promising that. Look, right, I heard that. He's actually doing it, mm-hmm. right? So again, I asked the membership and I asked Randy and Sammy, how do you know what our plan is? Did we discuss it with you? So how do you know who we're promising this, that, or the other? We have made no promises to anybody other than we're going to do what is right by the members. Right. And I didn't mean to cut you off, but um, yeah, I've heard that you've promised everybody a BA job. Um, you know, you must have a lot of BAs that you're bringing in because like, I think there's the number is astronomical. But um, I am familiar with some good stewards. And I think something needs to change in regards to who becomes a business agent. I could think of Steve Gazarian. He's a great guy. Charles Smith. He's a great guy. Um, Brian Moffitt. I'm not sure why he's not a steward, but he'd be a great business agent. I mean, if Randy could just pull anyone, I think he should bring people on that are that that um, are great for that the people like. The members know these names. They know Steve Gazarian. They know Brian Moffitt. They know Charles Smith. But you just have him. I heard that there's a few that he brought in just recently. I have package car drivers calling me anonymously. I have stewards talking to me anonymously. His stewards, his um, package drivers, and they're upset. They want to know how this happened. Well, <clears throat> quite honestly, it happened because we have an election coming up. Now, we're out visiting the members and talking to them. And uh, we were out at ABF Fontana yesterday, which was a good, out, a good out, out, outcome. We had uh, a question that has come to us quite a bit. Um, is We did what we did on March 25th wrong. So I asked the member... How do you do it right? Nobody has an answer, right? So again, when the people, and I have no problem with you or anybody uh, supporting KMAC, but when we support somebody, we should support them because of what they're doing or what they're going to do, what they've done, right? Not just because of a name. So when I ask that person, so how do you do this to run against somebody? They don't have an answer because they don't know, but they're listening to and a following KMAC because he said it was wrong. Well, again, we have an election every three years. And then another question that come to me is, why now? Well, because as you see, we're terminated. Had we come out prior to, we would be unemployed for this whole time. So yes, we have to do it during the election time to bring it out. Randy and I had many, many private conversations about what's going on. He would either get defensive and ask me, do you not trust me? Do you not believe me? Right? And always stick up for what he's doing, no matter what I said or what I did. So, again, he's the ultimate say. And we're blindly following what we call leadership, but there is no leadership there. Right? Again, When you ask somebody, what are you supposed to, how do you do it? Well, quite honestly, you do it exactly how we did it to let him or her know 
prior to nominations. That way they know where it's coming from. Had we been dirty, we could have waited till the day of nominations and blindsided him and had his um, executive board supporting us and he would be standing there embarrassed. But we didn't, right? We gave him time to do what he needed to do, knowing full well we were going to get terminated, right? Again, termination, it is what it is. He is operating as if he's the company, right? He terminates three business agents for what cause? None. Because we're running against him, plain and simple, right? And then they put out the video saying we had a weapon. Well, there was no weapons. Tony was in a sling. The cops were called. So if, again, if we had weapons or threats of physical attack, why wasn't anybody arrested or even detained? Because it's all lies. Again, K-Mac and Sammy and his two-man, three-man slate are liars. Plain and simple, right? That's all there is to it. So, again, <clears throat> how did K-Mac come into power? Does anybody know that? No, because it was so long ago. Well, K-Mac did the exact same thing that we did to his boss, with the only difference is that Randy went to the IRB to have an investigator started with Bob Marcial, who was the acting secretary treasurer at the time in the early 90s. So again, Randy comes from management. That's his mentality. He says he's a teamster for 47 years, but yet the actions speak louder than words. True teamsters do not, do not fire or inspire people to be fired with the company. Our jobs are to create good paying jobs to protect the jobs we have, right? And the membership. So again, you ask yourself, why was I fired? He fired us immediately. And then after that, he reinstated us. 12 days later, he fired us again. Why? If we were good for 12 days, and then all of a sudden, because he's management, he thinks he has the right to do that. Now, we filed board charges because it's illegal. Who's gonna pay those charges? The membership, the not him, because again, it's through the attorney. So again, he's running a campaign with your money. Right. He's doing a fundraiser. Right? He's got $60,000 in a bank account for him and Sammy to run this campaign because, again, him and I had conversations. He told me, I have this much money. And I asked him, why are we going to do a fundraiser? Well, because we need more money. More money for what, Randy? For himself. When he loses, him and Sammy, that money is theirs. So you think about it. You have 29 business agents or whatever you have. They have to sell $1,000 worth of raffle tickets. They have to sell <clears throat> two bowling lanes, right, at 50 bucks a pop. There's 12 people. Every agent has to donate money, right? So again, why is he using your money to run a campaign against real Teamsters who stand up for the membership, right? There are over 4,000, 5,000 members who, when we got terminated, who don't have representation. All thousand members at T-Force Freight have no representation. He hired somebody to do the job, but he's not doing the job, right? So 
again, he's using the dues paying members money to run a campaign and we don't have that. But again, we're not worried about that because we did plan on doing this and we did have money. So again, we're out there. We're not asking for money. We're out there to give you guys the information, what you need, what you don't need. And then um, you said T-Force that doesn't have a business agent, but that would be like someone who is assigned there, but they just haven't necessarily been there. Well, no, they've been there and the members gave them an opportunity, but because the guy doesn't know what he's doing, the stewards took over the meeting and ran him out. Another business agent that isn't qualified or needs to be taught or be something. Uh, again, <laughs> well, nobody is ever coming into this knowing what to do. You're a steward, you're a member, so you have no clue. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. The problem we have is with KMAC and Steward is that they believe if I hire you, you can get me the votes. It doesn't matter whether you're trained, whether you know what you're doing or not. It's all about getting the votes. So he and Sammy can keep their luscious little $500,000 a year, their three pensions, their social security and all that stuff for what? I got no problem with what you make if you're doing your job. You're not. And you haven't been for the last 10 years. We can go over a list of things that were brought out in big hooplas, right? And then all of a sudden, when nothing came of it, we forget about it. Well, that's going to change with myself, Tony, and our slate. When we bring something up to the membership, we're going to follow through, whether it happens, it doesn't happen, or whatever the outcome may be. Let me give you an example of MBM, right? How many years ago do we try to organize MBM, which is Carlos Jr.? We struck them on Christmas Day. What happened to them? Nobody knows, because it's all a dog and pony show. It's to make the members feel good. So we lost MBM, right? What about FedEx Freight, right? We struck Gardena. You know why we don't have any FedEx Freight? Because Randy walked away from them when the company threatened to sue him and the joint council and the local. Well, those members that went on strike were lied to because they were told, if you do this, this, and this, which they did and they struck them, we would get you a contract. Where's our contract? None. Where's the report? None. Why? Because Randy doesn't want you to know what's going on, right? What about on track? First time in, in the country we had a contract. I was the business agent. Their contract came up. He removed me and gave it to somebody else so he could get rid of them. He didn't want to fight with the company. The company said, I don't want another contract. I argued with him. He said no. Okay. What about Amazon? Right? Again, another feel good. Make the, make the membership feel good. Where's Amazon? How many members do we have at Amazon? What do we do at Amazon? Nothing. We need to do something with Amazon. Exactly. But again, it's all make me feel good. It's all BS, right? Again, we, we all heard in the news, back east, a guy who wasn't even an organizer right. won an election. Why can't we? Right? You're paying Randy Corrigan $2,500 a week on top of his 1932 $300,000 salary, his $7,000 a month from the joint council. What are we doing? Well, it's just make me feel good. The members love that stuff. Well, the members love it if we're going to have a membership added. 
not just to blow smoke up your rear end and make you feel good. I right? don't think the members like it. They're really upset right now. They want change. So let me ask you about, <clears throat> we just had last year, Frisco Bakery. We went on strike. We struck the company who were members for over 60 years. Did you know that seven members were not paying dues for two years? Randy didn't know that, right? We struck them for what? What happened to that? Nothing. He gave those members away. He sat down with the company and agreed to get rid of them. Where are our members at? Those seven, eight, 12 people, where are they at? What are they doing? Why are we not talking about that? Let's talk about XPO, right? XPO was one of the first contracts in the history of the Teamsters that we got. And I say we because it wasn't just me. We had other people involved. Yes, during COVID, I did travel to Baltimore to represent the members. I negotiated in the first meeting for what they call uh, interim grievance procedure, meaning as we're negotiating, these 40 members at LA have the rights to file grievances and go to arbitration. Did Randy or Sammy do that? No. The reason their company wanted in Baltimore, because they wanted to delay it. Knowing that COVID was rampant, thinking that I was going to stay, no, okay, well, we can wait. No, this is important. We have one year to get a contract. Let's get on it, right? Where was Randy at? Nowhere to be found. Why didn't Sammy do it? He's not capable. Why did I have to do it? I worked for the package division as an international rep at the time. This was for freight because Randy said Bob can't get it done. Sammy doesn't have the ability to get it done. I need you to get it done, right? When the contract was done, he gave us props. He wrote a letter. He did this. We came out in front of the membership meeting, right? Right. And I gave them, Sammy and Randy, the contract. They approved it and said, great job. Good job. Now they're out there talking smack about it. They decertified. They did it decertified. Randy disclaimed them. You know why? Because he's afraid of right-to-work attorney that took on their case. He told me when we were arguing about what we need to do is that, well, last time I fought with a right-to-work attorney, it cost us $100,000. Randy, we got $5 million in the bank. It's the member's money. What are we doing with it? No, Romero, no, no, no. So again, you can go to the National Labor Relations Board, Region 21, and look that up. Okay? So let's talk about Cisco. Not very many people know, or very few, Cisco Warehouse in Riverside, 1,100 members. They were supposed to be ours. But the company said, I don't want to deal with you. I don't like your local. And what did Randy do? Okay, great. He gave them to 683 in San Diego. How are you going to be represented from San Diego when you're in Riverside, California? He doesn't want to fight. He wants to sit back, be cushioned, and collect his money and don't worry about it. When was the last time Randy came out, came out to visit you guys? I thought the whole thing with Teamsters was to fight to get better contracts, to improve wages and things like that for members, even members that are not yet members. Yep. So let me ask you about... <laughs> 7-Up. We organized 7-Up back in 2006 or 7, 63. Where are the 7-Up members? Do you know that he gave them to 1932? Randy Corrigan? Why? 
Well, because according to Randy and Sammy, 1932 couldn't get into the Teamsters Western Area Pension Fund unless they had members that were already in it. So he gave 172 members to Randy Corrigan to continue his Teamster pension. Why? If Randy is so great, Mr. Corrigan, doing all of this stuff, why couldn't he organize a company and put them in the Teamster pension fund? Why did he have to take our members? You know why? Because there's going to be a merger, right? Randy Kamak says, I will never merge with a public local. Guess what? 1932 is no longer a public local. It's now a general local like us, right? Why do we have KMAC Hall at 1932, right? Because again, people are not seeing what's happening. Randy is full of BS. He's only about himself. Over the 20 years of me being around him, more and more I see it. This is why we're doing what we're doing. Because again, it's not about one person. It's about the membership. What's best for the membership, right? <clears throat> so we had a rally. When? February 1st for the part-timers who are making minimum wage at gas prices at $6 a gallon. What are we doing about it? Oh, we had a rally. We ain't doing anything. How many part-timers were at that rally? Yes, we had a big group. But if you look at the pictures, they're mostly business agents and representatives from other locals. Right. Right? Again, why isn't the membership involved? That's what we want to do. We want the membership to be involved. If Randy and Sammy had all of this power that they say they have, why is UPS abusing the members? Making them work for the same amount of money they can get at McDonald's. Pumping gas. I think you get a lot more money elsewhere than UPS. And we need those part-timers. So something needs to be done for them. Exactly. They need right? to make a good wage. Everybody does. Right? Especially the part-timers. We need them. So if you look at the oath of loyalty, Randy doesn't care about an oath of loyalty. Randy cares about himself. Neither does Sammy. Right? Again, they're calling us the bully boys. They're telling stories that we threatened Randy. We were in there with the weapon. But if that was true, when the cops came, why didn't anybody get arrested? Because it's a lie. There was no weapons. There was nothing other than us telling Randy what we want to do. And then now they have the Zoom meeting because there's been, what was that? Certified threats. So they can't have an in-person meeting. Well, again, another fear tactic like the company does. Put fear into you so you don't listen or open-mindedly listen to both sides. So let me, let, me, let, me, let me go over that, right? March 25th, we announced it at 9 a.m. And again, he said we stormed in the meeting. That's not true. Three of the executive board members are supporting our slate. We met in the parking lot before the meeting started at 7.30. The meeting didn't start till 9. We were in there, we told him. Immediately out of his mouth, and Sammy was your fired. At that point, then we, yes, we did have verbal confrontation back and forth. But <clears throat> it was no threats, right? Uh, the enforcer from UPS, um, from my understanding, that's what he is, your steward from Feeder, who's on KMAC's advisory board, uh, was there. When Sammy went around the room and asked people, are you with them or are you with us? When that person said, I'm not turning my back on KMAC, 
What threats were caused? What threats were thrown at him? What was done? Nothing great. That's fine. That's what I told him. That's, pro that's great. No problem. When Dave Gower, the recording secretary, said in that video, Romero and Tony, you have made your point. At that point, what happened? Nothing. We didn't yell at Dave. We didn't tell him anything. Randy Kamak stands up in that meeting and asks Tony and myself to go to a different room. If we were that hostile and that threatening, why would Randy be in a different room with me and, and Tony? If he's so scared and we did so much bad stuff. Again, it's nothing but lies, empty promises. Randy's a politician. That's all he is. He's not a real teamster. He's a card holder. He uses the teamster facade to get what he wants. Sammy, let's talk about Sammy. They're saying we're not qualified to run the local. <clears throat> so let me ask you this. What has Sammy done in his 40 years or whatever he claims to be a teamster? Has he negotiated first contracts? Has he organized? Has he been to the board on anything? What does he do? He runs the JOM. And when you go to the JOM, there's so many backed up cases. It's freaking pathetic. You know why? Because he's not worried about the membership. He's worried about himself and going to the hotel to have a vacation, to do this and the other, right? Now you ask yourself, how in the world can you be this great leader, but yet don't fight for the members and their grievances, right? That's what we want to do is bring out the agenda for every member to see that. Meaning when your case is on the agenda, right? You can see it there. Was it filed? Just like a court case. Yep. What happened to it? When you get the minutes, after the panels are done, the minutes are written and sent to Sammy and everybody else. Why doesn't the member have that? So that way you can hold your, your business agent accountable. When you see the minutes at the end of the written minutes, it tells you the decision, if it was postponed union, postponed company, or postponed mutual. That's another way to keep track and make your business agent accountable. If you don't have that, you have no idea what happened to your grievances was ever filed, right? Again, why is Randy using the dues pay members money to run the campaign? Why doesn't he use his own money like us? Because he's greedy and selfish. And again, this is gonna be harsh, but we're teamsters. We're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to be aggressive. We're not supposed to be soft and going along with the company, right? Because that's what they say. Oh, they're bullies. Yeah, you're right. We are a bully. We bully the company to get what we need to get for the membership. And they also say just the opposite, that um, some stewards are company, some business agents are company, or, you know, so it goes both ways. And you're allowed to run for an open seat. Well, even if it's not open, we're allowed to run, right? It's our right as an American, right. as a teamster, right. to run. So again, he believes... By taking our jobs and our livelihood, how we support our family, how we live away from us, we wouldn't be able to challenge him. We wouldn't be able to run. How is that calling yourself a teamster? You can't because you're not a teamster. You're a manager, right? How do you call yourself a teamster when you don't let other people think for themselves and vote for who they want or support who they want or campaign for who they want? I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, and it's a land of the law, you know? Like, we're entitled to support you or not support you, and nobody should have their job threatened or taken for them for going on another side or running their own campaign, running their own slate. 
that's um, disappointing that they have somebody that's called the enforcer mm. or, you know, but people that follow people or... And that's my point. It's okay for them to do what they need to do to win, meaning harass, threaten, intimidate members. Or I, promote business agents and... There's putting all kinds of slander or paperwork against you that you've promised everyone a business agent, but there they are with their business agents or with their family in office or what you have. That's a whole different story. The nepotism <laughs> that is there, it is disgusting. But again, that's KMAC. Hiding from the membership, right? He doesn't want to answer these questions because he knows if he has to, the members will vote him out. That's why there's no membership meetings. On Zoom, you can't answer, uh, ask a question, right? And the vote counts are done by them. So how do we know they're true? We don't know. So that's why he's having it in Zoom, so he can control a manager's position. Think about that, people. If we were such a, a threat, how come I've been on staff for over however many years? How come I'm the coordinator? How come I'm the, the Teamster Western Area pinch, or, uh, chairman for T-Force Freight? 13 area western states I'm responsible for. Still today, I still get an IBT check. Randy tried to cut that off. Thank goodness it didn't happen, right? He told the company if I'm out there to call the cops to have me removed. What kind of Teamster is that? Call the cops? All, all for your right to want to vote. I mean, all for your right to want to run. Yes. And campaign. He talks about not doing the right thing. We're not doing the right thing. Well, how do you do the right thing if you don't come out and tell people this is what it is? Right? Let's talk about what he did to individual food services. Those members have been around for over 60 years under Teamster contract. Right? This last contract, it was negotiated for them to have another week's vacation. The TAs, the tentative agreements were signed. The members got that and voted on it. But the company told Randy, no, that was a mistake. Randy, we didn't mean to do that. What did Randy do? He gave the company back that week vacation and told the members, after they voted it down three times when they changed it, it's your contract. He implemented it. They had no voice. He took it away from them, just like they did in 2018 with the UPSers. He implemented that contract, right? And if you go to San Diego, where we have seven members at IFS, he never even knew we had them. He never knew we had members, even though they were paying dues for two years. Never seen a contract, never seen an agent. The only reason he knew that we had them, because Ruben, who's on our, stat, on our slate, got a call from the company that was now representing him because when the negotiation was done, it was Randy and Carlos Barnett. IFS was so livid, they came down to the membership meeting. They, they leased a bus on their own to voice their anger and hatred towards what they were done. Randy calmed them down and said, okay, we'll change your business agent. Give them back Ruben, right? So Ruben got handed a bag of garbage, had no clue what happened, right? We went to go fight and say, Randy, it's signed, it's agreed to. No, 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 we can't do that. Give them a week back. Their week's vacation, that's all they wanted. Randy said no. 
And again, these are facts. You can ask the IFS people. When so, the Teamsters are so strong, though. But we're not. <laughs> right? That's why the membership overwhelmingly voted to change the top. This is the O'Brien, Zuckerman, because again, they're tired of the false BS. We're the Teamsters. We do this. We do that. We don't do anything but give back to the company. Time to change. Any contract or any negotiation that I controlled never had a give back. Always moving forward. Anything Randy has, it's a give back. It's a giveaway. So again, the questions were asked that why didn't we propose what we got at Stater Brothers at Ralph's? We did. You can ask the, the stewards that were involved in that negotiations. We proposed the exact same language. Why you didn't get it at Ralph's? Because Randy controlled the negotiation as a joint council president. Again, I've never done negotiations on Zoom. You can't because the internet can mess up this, that, and the other. You don't know where those people are at, what they're doing. They could be at their houses and we're sitting in the joint council waiting for a response, right? I got into an argument over the penalty pay for the drivers that were short on their pay that we got at Stater Brothers. You know what Randy told me? Well, Romero, we don't need that because they can file charges at the Navigation Board. You're right, they can file charges, but the board does not pay drivers overtime because the state rules and law are not obligated. That's why we put that in the contract. So again, if you're owed 50 hours of back pay, you only get 50 hours of straight time, not time and a half for the 10 hours. Randy didn't know that. Argued with him. He said, no, Ralph's doesn't want that. Well, Why would it Ralph's want that? I mean, well, because it's a cost to them. <laughs> oh, right? the company wouldn't want that. But I'm, I, yeah, the members and definitely want so that. So my big argument with him was, Randy, why don't we have steward language in this contract? It's been around for however many years, right? You have no steward language in a, in, a, in a West contract for multiple locals. Randy, why are we having the drivers bid off the clock? Well, because that's what Ralph's wants. What about what the members want, Randy? Oh, yeah, but they'll be okay. They won't. They've been doing it for, you know, however long. The members right? are mad. They're upset. Well, they won't change. The members at UPS. Mm. These are members outside of UPS, Okay. Mm. Again, the UPS members, there's 10,000 members there. I just right? wish that they knew that they had power. Those 10,000 members have power to make change. Yes. And the part-timers have the biggest power. And I just wish that they knew that. And they will as soon as we win. When we win, we're going to change that because we're going to be out on the floor at every craft we have. We're going to have... Special craft meetings, which we don't have. I don't talking about big membership meetings. So we're going to have a meeting just for UPS to explain to them where we're at, what we need to do, what's coming up, what's coming. White paper, grocery, freight. We don't do that. Why? Because we don't. Randy doesn't want our members educated. Because then if you're educated, then you can think for yourself and you can run against them. That's all he cares about is keeping his power. Randy's 80 years old. God bless his soul. But again, he's all about himself. When Bob Molina, rest his soul, was around, none of this stuff was happening. When Ken Harala, bless, bless his soul, was around, none of this was happening. It was after. Now that we have weak Sammy in there, and K-Mac told me, Sammy's weak, Romero. I know he's weak. 
I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, Randy, don't worry about it. I'm here. I'll help you with everything. That's why he came to me and Tony. Because Sammy's weak. He doesn't know. And no, I'm not trying to be disrespectful or mean, but it is what it is, right? Those are reality. Those are truth. So again, you ask these questions to them. You can't because you're not around. Oh, wait a minute. You can ask them if you pay 50 bucks to go to the bowling, right? He's a superstar. Him and Sammy, all they care about is the money, right? So you think about it. You have how many business agents do we have on staff? He keeps hiring more and more. You only got rid of three. So what does that tell you? That we did more than what we were supposed to do. For one, I have all of UPS Freight, which is now T-Force, a thousand members, three different terminals. I'm the Stater Brothers driver's business agent. I'm the Ralph's driver's business agent. And I negotiate, organize, right? I'm the coordinator for the local, which means nothing. The members that been to the membership meeting, which, which is sad because it should be each and every one of us. They've seen me. They know what I'm doing because they've seen me being brought up, me and Tony, time and time again in front of the membership to talk about what a great job we're doing, what we're doing, this, that, and the other. Well, now that we're running against him, Oh, it's not that great. They can't run the local. They're thugs. They're bullies. They're this, that, and the other. Right. I had a question why they would keep you on staff for so long and pay you so much if you don't have any experience. That's just absurd. Again, because I do have the experience. I have done those things. So has Tony. Again, I didn't just organize here at Local 63. I organized across the country where we gained members, right? They talk about UPS Freight. Corrigan did it. Really? The only thing Corrigan did was take money from KMAC. You can ask Corrigan, who was in the committee? When did the committee start? At each and every terminals. Name some of the people that were there. He can't because it's all lies. Randy is telling lies, false promises to keep his position of $500,000, right? So let's, let's talk about Teamsters. Teamsters are the most powerful union in the United States. If we get our membership together, just like Oz is doing, they're out there visiting the members, finding out what they need, what they want. Where's KMAC and Sammy? Hiding. Why? Because they don't want to be called out on the shit they're not doing. I have quite a few people that have reached out to me by text or calling me, and they're upset. They want change, and they're actually asking questions. Again... They want to hear from your slate um, for UPS. They want to know who's running on the slate, and they want to hear from a UPSer. But we, we have come. we have UPSers, a, a UPSer on our slate. And again, if they're so great and such a doing such a wonderful job, why are they uh, alienating, causing division? We have a gentleman that was at one of our meetings, happened to be in a picture out of Empire, who was removed from the safety committee, and this is word straight from Sammy, because he was at our event. Never asked him who he supports. Just because you come to our event means you support us? No, it means you want to hear, and you're open-minded to that. Well, they don't like that. So now he's removed because of that. And the only reason that they gave him was because he was at our meeting. Right. 
it's just like, I think that's a reason that a lot of people like this podcast is because it's something behind the scenes. They're able to hear what your vision is, hear why you ran against them, hear why half of his slate left him. And people are listening to this. You know, I've been told that um, I had someone call me. People don't know who I know. I know quite a few people as well. Love or hate me, I do know a lot of people, okay? And I had someone call me, and this particular person said, um, I got a call today. I just want to let you know that they're saying that I shouldn't listen to your podcast because it's all lies. Okay, what are we? Minionized? So instead of going unionized, we're going to be minions, okay? We're just going to listen to everybody uh, tell us what we can listen to, what we don't need to listen to, and have someone else make our decision. We're all entitled to support who we want, vote for who we want, and no one has the right, Teamster, KMAC, and Stewart Slate, have the right to ask us who we support. If we choose to come out in the open and say that we want to support you, then that's our right. And there shouldn't be any backlash over that. You mentioned the gentleman that um, was in a picture and, you know, he's no longer... What did you say? Safety committee. Safety committee, right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I know I'm getting a little heat for the podcast, which is why I called it V's Hot Seat. And um, another thing is, I know specifically I have a grievance that I had to file. And I went to Steve Gazarian to file it. Because right now, Gabby can't file that for me. Her grievances are not being looked at in a timely manner. She's what you would call blackballed, blacklisted. No one's allowed to talk to her, be seen with her, or whatnot. I think it's ridiculous that she is not allowed to support you. She is allowed to make her own decisions regardless of in any choice. Like, like who, who is this union? Who is this slate, KMAX slate, that is going to come tell you, now you're blackballed. Now you're not a teamster. Now you're not considered union. Now, you know, like, don't talk to Gabby. Don't talk to Veronica. Yes. Don't listen to Veronica's podcast. So we're just a bunch of minionized followers of KMAC. I don't like that. Well, and again, that is, and I've been doing this since uh, organizing, since the early 90s as a volunteer organizer. So I, this is the tactics of the company, divide and conquer, tell lies, empty promises, give people things to make them feel good, right? I don't think I want to be on the side of a team that just puts out lies and papers like little memorandums of, you know, don't drink the Kool-Aid, um, you know, <laughs> don't, uh, you know, Gabby was promised this, Veronica was promised this, you know, oh, Veronica's in a backyard meeting. So thank you for meeting me in my backyard. But I'm not a professional. I'm still working on the office. Did I promise you anything? No, you have not. Have I given you anything? No, you have not. Okay. So again, Another line. So what? If we are promising people jobs and this isn't what we're supposed to do, get prepared for January 1 when we take over. What are we supposed to wait for after January 1 be behind the eight ball? That's how ridiculous they sound. Drink the Kool-Aid. So wait a minute. In that thing, and I seen it, right? Again, I thought it was pretty cool. Hey, I'm the Kool-Aid man. Kool-Aid guy's pretty good. But thugs. Kool-Aid's not a thug, right? Don't drink the Kool-Aid. What do you mean don't drink the Kool-Aid? Don't drink the truth? Is that what you don't want to do? 
I mean, is this the most they have that they could bring out some flyer that they don't even know how to spell or have punctuation or write a paragraph? I mean, I think it's ridiculous. So who do the members, ultimately, this is who the members want to be in power. This man has been in power for decades. I mean, I think it's time for him to go. I think there's time for change. Um, you know, this is ridiculous. So do you want someone that is just putting out, they haven't rebuttaled anything. Yeah. I mean, they put out a, a flyer that says you have no experience. Okay, an educated person or maybe even the most half-educated person knows what? He's been there for 20 years? He has no experience? What? He's been paid how much money for this job for X amount of years? He has no experience? I mean, this is ridiculous. So either you have experience or you do not. Um, every time we have an exclusive meeting, and I thank you for meeting with me for my podcast, um, I, I just, I'm leaning towards your slate more and more. Well, I appreciate that. But again, we are here to do the right things, and that's what we've done. They're, uh, you know, empty promises, this, that, the other. We're not about that. We're about actually getting stuff done. And if we don't get it done, answer to why we didn't get it done. I'm not ashamed to say I, I, I didn't get it done. I'm not afraid to tell members I didn't get it done because of whatever the reasons were. If it's my fault, it's my fault. Period. Don't hide from it. I think when Randy uh, did his first campaign... Uh, way back in the 90s, he said, their true leader, do not uh, ignore or pawn off the questions about something else, why they didn't get done, right? Ultimately, you're the boss. You run the local. Why are you ducking and dodging these questions for the members? Because right. you can't answer them because you know they're true, right? If you want, I will meet. And talk to them anytime, anywhere, any one of their business agents. I did give them an invitation to the podcast. As a matter of fact, I had a business agent call me this morning. And um, I offered him to come on the podcast. And he said, what? I didn't know you had a podcast. Yeah, they all do. <laughs> right? Oh, wait, this particular business agent doesn't know I have a podcast. It was news to him. So, again, my invitation does stand. I did this for the members. I did this for how I didn't like how I was treated at the last in-person um, union meeting. I also did it because I didn't like the way they treated Gabby, how they voted her out for just for having a different opinion of who she was going to support. We are allowed to vote for whoever we want. No, we're not. Not under the KMAC regime. You only support him or nobody. And if you don't, if you're here's the saying that I've heard. Time and time again from the UPSers. And it comes from your business agent. If you're not with us, you're against us. Oh, that's right. That's what you're, one of the girls told me at you're the... You're not <laughs> against us. We're teamsters moving forward. This is what made me do the podcast is when she confronted me at the local in the in-person meeting. And she said, who are you for? And mind you, she was like really in my space. And she was like, who are you for? Who are you for? If you're not for Randy and Sam, you're against them. I'll say time and time again... I have never been against them, but if you want to tell me that, then fine. But what you're not going to do is tell me who I have to vote for or tell me that I'm not a teamster because I'm not supporting the KMAC slate, Stewart slate. No, you're not going to do that. And so here I am putting myself out here. I don't know if anybody appreciates this. I don't know if anybody's listening to my podcast. Like I said, the business agent earlier today said that he wasn't aware. So 
I'm just trying to do this for the members. I'm really trying to get people to hear both sides. And I would love to interview K-Mac. I would love to have a neutral location for you and him to speak to one another and, you know, answer both questions. He won't do it because he can't answer lies. He's told so many lies and so many empty promises he forgot. And that's the problem, right? And again, people ask why now? Why now? Because now is the time to do it. Had you had we done it before and we had conversations with Randy, that's what he's not telling you. Why did they say something before? We have. It was ignored. Well, now's the time to do it because we have an election to remove him. That's the only way we're gonna stop this. BS that's going on with the local. And the members have the power to remove him. Yes. I just hope that they know that. They the do. members have the power. The members have the so power. He and Sammy claim to be the real strong teamsters and we're the brotherhood and we're this, we're that. But yet, if you're not with us, you're against us. How is that a teamster? How do you justify firing three business agents because they're going to run against you? Right? And again, if we were that bad, why would I be the coordinator? Why would Tony be the coordinator? Why do we negotiate Stater Brothers, right? And again, they're trying to say, well, Augie did it, Augie did this. Well, really? Well, then tell them to put out the, the TAs with Augie or Randy's signatures. They don't have any except for one or two. The two that they do have was because of the money that Randy, that Randy signed. Because again, he wants to be the great person. Was negotiated by me. Craig, Ruben, and Tony. Randy came in just to sign that. That's it. But everything else has my signature or Craig's, right? Yeah. And when we did propose those things at Ralph's, Randy didn't push for them. He took them off the table. So again, he's full of BS. Well, oh, feel sorry for me. They're bullying me. They're doing this. Really? But in reality... You're doing the bullying, not us. Right. So when you, you when you um, blackball Gabby, when her right. grievances are not being met in a timely manner, when you're doing all that to her, you're not necessarily affecting her. She's strong, whatever. You're but affecting, you're the, affecting membership. the membership. That's my point. That's that management mentality. Give you something, but take it away from you soon as you don't. Follow what I tell you to do. Once right? we're not your duck in a row, yep. you know, so once we're not your minion. Let's talk about Gabby, right? And I'm not going to speak for her. Gabby is supporting us. She's not getting anything on our slate. Randy wants her, wanted her to be the vice president of his slate. She so the only know. question I have, so, and I will interview her eventually, is why would she give all that up? to come to a side where she's not promised anything. I think people need to see the bigger picture and ask themselves, why did half of his slate leave? Why did she leave? And I respect her as a member, a sister, and a best friend. So there's things there that that are gonna come to light. And they're just hurting the membership by not meeting on her grievances. It's ridiculous that I had to go find Steve Gazarian to do my grievance because I couldn't trust anybody else. And that's seriously how I felt. You know, I feel like I'm in a hot seat, V's hot seat, and whether I put myself here or not, that's not even the point. The point is, is I'm allowed to do a podcast. I'm allowed to speak and have my own opinions. So I don't see where this division is coming from, why I'm not allowed to uh, interview people that are running a slate against KMAC. It's ridiculous, you know. We I've, I've had um, my 
cousin tell me that uh, someone's been following him? Somebody with a license plate, Mr. Union. So what, what's going on here? We're just not allowed to... to... So let's get back to no business agents, right? Ralph's. They don't have a business agent. They have someone named, but he doesn't do his job because he doesn't know how. IFS, they don't have a business agent, right? Uh, UPS Freight, they don't have a business agent. Stater Brothers Drivers, he's scrambling around to beg and borrow everybody he can to be a business agent, right? But they're hiring six different business agents for places that weren't represented by us, right? And you go to uh, the threats. Ooh, they're the bully boys. They threatened me. They had physical threat violence at our last membership meeting. BS. We didn't threaten or harass anybody at that last membership meeting on the 26th. Well, if we want to go there, we could say that um, I felt like I was threatened when I was told that if I'm but, not for Randy and Sam, that I'm against let, them. What is that? Let's put this out, right? So what happened on the 26th? Nothing. Me, Tony, and everybody was there. We didn't have any problems. Even when Randy had his Todd or Adrian, Andrew, whatever his name is, having his boys going, K-Matt. We didn't say one word. We never threatened or, pro- or anything. Whose we house is there. that? That's a membership house. Right. It shouldn't be yeah. ranted, no. enchanted, K-Matt. Right? They did it. Right? They're the ones harassing and threatening the members. We're not. We're out visiting the members, giving them the facts. Even the members that do not support us. Which is fine. You have the right to support whoever you want. And that's what we're trying to tell you guys is, look, here's what it is. You want to continue to support a slate that is not doing the Teamster way, doing the Teamster things, is not supporting the membership. All they want is the money and the power. But they don't have power because they don't use it because they don't know how. And all they're doing is putting out dumb propaganda. The stupid letters. Again, (laughs) that's... Because it's all lies. Let's see what letter they put out after this one. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Or let's Again. see what letter they put out or what meme so, they make of Sean. On the 26th. Shane. Sorry, Shane. On the 26th of March. We had a membership meeting. No cops, no nothing, right? So now we go to April. We had a Zoom meeting, but we also had the Easter egg hunt. Randy hired the armed, armed security, right? But you had no issues. So again... It's all BS because he's afraid of the membership. He's not afraid of Tony and me. He's not afraid of Ruben, right? He's afraid of the membership. And again, because Gabby does not support him, she supports us. They had three people in that meeting that weren't even members. They're retired. They don't even work in the craft that voted against her. So is that not a bully? Then what is, right? right? And every time I hear from the UPSers, oh, bro, I don't want them to come after me. You're you're turning your back on what they call the family. What the fuck's a family? Is it the right? mafia or something? I, I have no idea. <laughs> right? So again, all that stuff is going to be gone when Tony and I take over in our regime. Members are going to have a voice, a true voice. Members are going to learn and be able to speak their mind. And they're going to have true power because we're going to be out there with them. We're not going to let our members, our agents intimidate them, harass them. We're not going to let the company do that, right? Again, back in the day, to get a letter from the company saying that you did things wrong as a business agent was the greatest thing ever. Today, Randy and Sammy are saying, well, that's wrong. You can't do that. Wait a minute. 
We can do it. We're supposed to do it because our job is to represent the members. And if you ask them anytime I got a letter saying that I did this and this, ask them why I did it. To protect the members, not myself, not Randy or Sammy, right? And all they want to do is Romero, you can't do that. No, Randy, Sammy, I can and I will. My members are not going to be bullied. My members are not going to be threatened. My members are not going to be harassed by the company or anybody else. And again, my members, not every one of them like me, but they respect me because they know whether they like me or not, I'm there for them when they need it. Right. right? And I think so yesterday when we were at, out at, T, at ABF, I asked a question. Why doesn't anybody have Ron's, their business agent's phone number? Only the stewards. Oh, it's protocol. There's no such thing as protocol. You're a business agent for all the members. Your sound number should go out to each and every one of them so they can get a hold of you. For whatever reason, they can't get a hold of, of a steward and things are important. They got to wait. No, call the agent, right? We have, how many office girls do we have at the local? I don't know. Exactly. Nobody knows, right? Why are we having issues with members trying to pay their dues, not getting return calls, this, that, the other? And again, it's happening, right? Those people need to be held accountable too because they're rude. They don't do their jobs, right? Let me ask you this. Would you support somebody who is supporting a business agent who sexually harassed a member? And yeah. It's almost like the um, you just move business agents around to, to get them out of the light right there, but you're not, they're not being held accountable. Thank you. you they're not he, being held accountable he, if you agent, just move them. That agent should be back <clears throat> at the yard. Right. Because what he did, period. He, it wasn't... Just what he did, he used the local's phone. That's your money that they're paying for. So now that agent, Tim Fraley, is getting sued personally. Who's paying for his defense fund? You are. The Teamsters. Yes, because they're using the Teamsters attorney. We have a bill showing that you, the members, are paying his defense fund. So Randy condones his behavior. Right, but wait a minute. Let's ask. Let's get back to where. How did Randy become the Joint Council President? Ask yourselves that. Jim Santangelo was a Joint Council President for how many years? Jim and Randy were good friends from everything that Randy told us. Right. Jim had the same lawsuit, a sexual harassment lawsuit. Randy, because it's going to benefit him. Asked Jim because of the Teamsters and the name and this, that, and the other. You need to resign. Santangelo did that. Randy became the joint council president. So why is it okay for Randy to gain something, but yet the members have to live with the same exact thing? And if you think I'm lying, I'll show you guys the bill from our attorney, Hayes, Ortega, and Sanchez, right? And again, so why are we... I think the more important question is, why is he still on board um, the K-Max slate when he did this to a woman. And I didn't that... say, again, <laughs> because Randy doesn't care about anybody but himself. Him and Sammy. So let's it... just act like the Catholic Church and just move people around and not hey, um, there. deal some, with the... Some people are Catholic. I don't want to talk about <laughs> that. But again, it's because it doesn't hurt him or he has nothing to gain from it. Except for if he sends that person back, he believed that person may run against him. That's what it is, right? 
Well, nobody's so, going to want that person if he. I know that you know that, but he's so afraid of it. <laughs> yeah, that's whatever, not going to happen. Whatever he could, whatever he could. I do, can tell you right now, I've had people called me, and they're and they want a podcast on sexual harassment. So, we, and his name has come up even before you mentioned it. Yes. So and again, people are mad. Yeah, but what are they doing about it? What are they doing about it? They have the power to make a change, right? All you have to do is mark the Alonzo Villegas slate in September, October. That will change everything. And again, I give the members my word, and my word is good. If we're not doing our jobs that you believe we should be held to, then you can vote us out with no problem. And I'm not going to harass. I'm not going to threaten. I'm not going to do anything. And nobody on my slate is because we haven't done that yet. And we're not about that. We're not fighting with the members. Our fight is with KMAC and Sammy for them to leave, to, for them to give back the local and have it ran the way it should be ran, the way it used to be ran. You know that when Ken Harala passed away, when he, when he retired, excuse me, when he retired, God rest his soul, he was, he was a good dude. I like Ken. Randy wouldn't even return his calls. Ken Harala told us Randy won't return my calls because Randy didn't need them anymore. So he was done with them, even though Ken was, God bless us all, on his deathbed. I thought that was his family. Yeah, right. So again, you ask. Let in, me. In closing, we should probably wrap this up because well, it is getting to an hour. And I know that you're going to save some more for later. Well, the, But go ahead, finish your thought. Why doesn't Randy have any women on his slate? Why doesn't Randy have any BA women? Because it's already shown. He don't care about women. He only cares about himself. Because again, if he did, Tim Frady would not be on staff. Right. Period. Everyone's we, mad about that. And we would not be paying his legal fund. When I say we, that means me included because I still pay dues. Right. So again, Randy only does what's good for him and himself personally. Right? And again, some people may take this while you're picking on Randy, this and the other. But again... Randy's the one doing all of this stuff. Nobody else is doing it, right? The members do not know exactly what's going on. Now you need to know, and we're going to continue to get you, let you guys know what's going on with it, right? MVM, we walked away from it. FedEx Freight, we walked away from it. Randy was scared to get sued, right? On track, we walked away from it. He can blame everybody else, but he's the ultimate say-so. He's the principal officer, Sounds like he's walking away from things Amazon. that are just not a lot of people, like low numbers. Well, no. MBM, 300 people. We struck them on Christmas Day a couple years back. FedEx Freight, thousands. We walked away from them. On track, we could have had 1,200 people in the, in the warehouse. Randy didn't want to fight for them. Amazon, what are we doing? We're paying people to do nothing. Those are all questions we need to ask him. He can't. He's hiding. Unless you pay 50 bucks to go see him at a bowling thing, right? Frisco Bakery, what happened to them? They're gone. XPO, what happened to them? Randy gave them back. Cisco, 1,100 members. Randy gave them, because back, gave them to 683 because the company said, I don't like your local and I'm not going to deal with you. Instead of fighting and doing this, that, and the other, he did it. 7-Up, gone. IFS, Individual Food Services, that Randy implemented that contract that they voted it down three times when they came and bitched and moaned he wanted to give them to 630 because they were a problem 
They're not a problem. They're members that weren't represented, right? So again, his easy way out is to get rid of people, including the people that don't support him. Fire them, get rid of them. Then they're not a problem because they can't do anything, right? That's his company mentality. Everybody says, Randy's been a, he's a company guy. Well, now the true colors are coming out because if he was a real teamster, me, Tony, and Ruben would still be employed. What does us running against him have to do with our jobs? He's never once, never ever once asked me what I have going on with my membership. I got arbitrations. I got people terminated. I got grievances from all my different crafts. Never ever once. Hey, Romero, you're going to be fired, but I need this, this, and this, and this. Right? And not about me. It's about the members. So those members are losing. Those members are not going to have a voice. Those members are going to lose their jobs. Those members are not going to have the grievances filed because then nobody knows how to do it. I have a termination of an, arbit an arbitration termination. Not once have I got a call from anybody to ask me, Romero, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I got an arbitration for uh, thousands of dollars for the Stater Brothers Dairy Drivers coming up in July. Not one person's ever called and asked me. What's going on with this? What, you know? And again, I will help because it's about the members. And they're probably not allowed to talk to you right now. Who cares? <laughs> talk to me, right? Talk to me. I need it. I want it. Again, it's about the members, is it not? Then why are you not doing what you're supposed to do as a leader and a teamster house? Because right. you're not a leader. You're a manager and only for yourself. And Sammy, what has Sammy done? Ask me. Tell, ask him. What have you done, Sammy? What have you done as a Teamster leader? Nothing. No disrespect to the UPSers because he's not even representing them right. Right? He's the JALM chairman and the president. Okay, so what ability does he have? When has he negotiated a first contract? When has he organized? When has he fought with the board? The National Relations Board, right? How do you do a, How do you defend yourself against a DFR, a fair for representation, which there's many of those charges that are coming out against 63 now because of retaliation that they are giving. So again, you're going to pay for those retaliations and those acts that Randy and Sammy are doing, turning their backs on people, not filing their grievances, not doing this, not doing that. But again, they're telling you we're doing everything we can. You guys filed a grievance, UPS, feeder, new hires, filed a, filed a grievance in November of 2021. We are now in May. May of 2022. What's going on with that? Right? The part-timers. We had a, a, a rally February 1, 2022. What's going on with that? You know what the answers we got? You heard it in the, in, in the, in the video that Margie put out. We're doing everything we can. What are you doing? Tell the members what you're doing exactly. Not a fucking thing. Excuse my language. Not anything. I get so heated because I have passion for the members. Right? How in the world can you call yourself a teamster making minimum wage and we're not doing anything about it? Gas is $6 a gallon, right? right? What are you doing about it, Randy and Sammy? Give me specifics. Give the members specifics. You're the joint council president. You're the, you were an international vice president. You were the this, that, the other. You're the, the local secretary treasurer with the biggest local in the country, second. 17,000 members. What are you doing with that power to get these people what they need? Nothing, because you got everything you wanted and you got everything you need. You don't care about anybody but yourselves, right? Period. Yeah, he's already set. So the rest of us need to be set as well. So that's something to talk yep. about next time. Next time. But I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. 
And um, I would like to ask the audience to share this podcast with at least one other person so we can get all this information out to everyone else. I'd also like to remind you to vote and make sure your address on file is correct. And you could reach Anna at um, 909-877-4760, extension 107. That's for all UPSers. And just remember to vote. If you want change, you're going to have to vote. If you want things to stay the same, you're going to have to vote. Um, Please remember that they do not know who you vote for, regardless of what they asked you who you align with. So I want to thank you again, Alonzo. It's a secret ballot vote. Nobody knows how you vote. Period. Period. So again, thank you for having me. And any member, any buddy that wants to sit down wants to meet with us reach out we'll be out there we're not afraid to to answer questions to the membership because we didn't do anything wrong we're all about the right so again reach out we'll be out there we're going to be out at your at your facility meeting and talking and taking the questions that randy puts out why did you do this why'd you do that why'd you do this well this is why you did it wrong well how do you do it right right thank you thank you thank you for coming